Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So yesterday I was at the gym and I was on the treadmill and I had my earphones on and I I started to um, talk to my people. I've, I've talked about this idea before about the entourage. I have an entourage and I believe that we all all do it's just that I I believe in in mine <laughs> a lot of people don't believe in in anything that's on that cannot be seen like with their eyes are I mean like they don't I mean and I, I feel like actually um I don't even know if it's necessarily the Bible, but ministers really, really frown upon um, anything that is, uh, I don't know, they they call it like there's this, there's this veil. And so we're not supposed to have any contact with anything in other realms, in other I don't know, dimensions and what they would perceive as the heavens, you know, anything that where the spirit is not in this manifestation. Um, and so they just frown upon it. So anyway, <laughs> oh, I'm giving like such an explanation of this, but I just wanted to say that because I think that we all have one, but not everybody is in touch with theirs, and I'm in touch with mine. And and, but I was noticing. I'm sorry that I'm yawning. It's like um, one thirty in the morning. Um. I was I was sort of I was like talking to them in the sense that I I really haven't been conversing very much, you know. Uh, like it seems like sometimes I'm I'm a little bit more, um, in in I don't know in touch. But so they had kind of given me these instructions to like turn off my my earphones, just like take them out of my ears. So I take them out of my ears, and I I start to get this like impression. This impression of what it would be like if if we were to actually receive everything that it is that we think that we desire like if we if if every thought that we had turned into a came into our physicality it it would just be an absolutely horrible existence. Like, and, and I'm talking about from the positive to the negative. You know, it's like, like you think about all the thoughts that you have in a day. And, and, you know, like things that you're not conscious of, like so much is going on that we are not, we're not even thinking about it. 
you know, as far as like, just, um, just, I think about all of the weird thoughts that I have, like, I just like, you know, like catastrophic, you know, um, bizarre thoughts that I have, you know, on a single day, uh, I, I practice, you know, not thinking negatively. I practice that. That is a practice that I'm doing most of the time in my life where I am, I am turning my thoughts to the positive. I don't do it perfectly. I'm just going to say that, but so I've listened to Abraham Hicks enough to, to understand that they assert that we don't give something thought beyond like 17 seconds. There's like this weird 17 second rule. I'm not really sure. And it actually gets worse the longer that you think about it. Like as far as it gets more powerful. Like when you you're giving it momentum, you know, but like you can, she, she would make jokes about how, like, I'm going to tell you something, but I can only, I have to sum it up in 17 seconds because that's all I have because I don't want to entertain this thought or this idea or whatever this is. And, and I don't quite understand it all, but, uh, and so, and so our thoughts, you know, the, we, we think them over and over and over and over and over again, and then they start to gain momentum and then they start to manifest in our life, you know, but it's, and, and then Abraham Hicks has also talked about the, that them having to do workshops on how to de, de, like, uh, de, like to make stuff not manifest because they're manifesting so much that they can't deal, you know, like one car is nice. Two cars might be nice. Three cars might be nice. You know, a thousand cars would not be nice. What do you do with a thousand cars? Unless, of course, you know, your Tesla, you know, your your, um, Elon Musk and you're selling them, which is a whole different thing. (laughs) But, But most of us are not interested in having a thousand cars. It would just be too much. And... And then also during something that I've just noticed about life that I just sort of want to talk about is it, it's, it's like this, this, you know, and I wonder oftentimes, like, because for me at this point, like, there is this contrast that actually Abraham Hicks talks about, but let me get back to like contrast. I'm, I'm often times feeling really good. 
oftentimes I'm feeling really good. So when I'm not feeling really good, I don't like that contrasting feeling. I don't really like it because I've grown accustomed to liking feeling good. But I don't know that it would ever serve us to just have this idea of everlasting just days that are exactly the same, that are always, always, always sunny, always, always, always 70 degrees, always, you know, just, it's like, it's like the, the adventure of our life has so much more depth when it is fraught with so many diverse temperatures and thoughts and and ideas and experiences it'd be like you know like the kind of like this understanding of like eating the same meal every single day you loved it in the beginning but you don't want to eat that meal every single day you know it's like some of us like and I'm very much like this that I I notice and and I'm better with it now but I noticed that throughout my life I really didn't like change very much like change was just kind of scary for me like I you know I could rest in 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 things just being a certain way but it's sort of like we, our life goes through these cycles these cycles of life and 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 then there's change and 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 we are forced to like reinvent ourselves or so yesterday my I've been talking about my son going off to college and yesterday he like told me, I mean, he he's like literally gonna be leaving. Like in the next couple of days, and to be honest, I don't know when I'm gonna see him again. Uh, and this is a huge change for me because he's he's been a part of my life, you know for 18 years and and now he is not going to be as much a part of my life and and I feel this more deeply with him because I don't know what to expect to be honest like my daughter I knew she would stay in touch with me and and we do we talk at the very least, like a couple times a week. So she called me. She actually called me the other day because she had spent um, a week in Hawaii. 
and she wanted to tell me all about her trip and it was like such a lovely conversation we talked for like about an hour like my other son like I feel like he's always going to be a part of my life I don't I don't have to I'm regularly in contact with him but my youngest I don't know And so I was really sad. And here's like just another just huge change in my life that I am, I have no choice but to just adjust to. And, And just thinking about how amazing it could all be for me in the sense that I don't have to like necessarily care for any of my children anymore, like on a, you know, a day-to-day basis, you know, it's like you think about it, how nice it would be to not have to worry about groceries and not have to worry about laundry and, you know, I'm not having to consider getting home from work because I'm, you know, it's like as a, as a working mom, I mean, every time that I, I was late getting back, I felt like I was robbing time from my children in some way or another. I mean, it was a lot of guilt, especially depending on what age they were when they were really young. There was always this pull on on me that I felt like I was not being a very good mom. And I I felt really uncomfortable with how I was spending my time when it when I wasn't with them caring for them. A, a sense of a of, of being a mother, even though I was I was taking care of them by going out and making a living. But I mean, this is like an opportunity. It's like I can, I, you know, I'm making plans to move and I'm, you know, it's like a really exciting time in my life. And, 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 you know, this is what it is. A sort of like these series of, of the only thing that we can depend on is change. It's like there is no permanence. There's no permanence. Like even the cells of our bodies are continuously like sloughing off and new cells are being created. Our body is in constant motion and in constant change. Everything is. Everything is in motion. Everything is vibrating so that we can see it and feel it and perceive it. And so, I, and so, learning to embrace this, because in some ways it's kind of good that there's change. And like if somehow we can like change our our 
view of just change itself that it's always but I mean some some change like is is you know, like I think about the passing of my dad was a change in my life that had such an impact that it actually changed the trajectory of my life. And there's nothing that I can do about it. There's nothing that can be done about it. I mean, he's wherever he is. I believe he's very close to me, but he's... But I'm not entirely sure that he... I won't even get into that right now. But... um, So what I'm trying to say is that there is some change that is so profound that our lives are just completely changed, like they're different. So I feel like I'm, I'm really on to this change of what I guess they would call an empty nest. I'm really trying to figure out exactly what it is that I want. So yesterday, this thing happened. I actually did a YouTube on it that I'm not entirely sure how how long I'll leave up, but I I've been talking about this move. Like I'm preparing for this move. I I had this. I was supposed to have this interview, and the interview was all set up, and. In the interim, I had found this place to live that I was incredibly excited about. <laughs> and then last night, even in even last night, I was like looking up, you know, because it's basically a studio. And I was like, how, you know, because I was asking this this person who was giving me this this virtual tour of the place. Like, where do you put a bed in, you know, because you, it's like you've got your living room, your kitchen, and your bedroom, and there's no walls. It's all, you know, just in the same space. And I was like, well, how do you arrange this? And last night I was looking on Pinterest and finding ideas. Like, oh, you can have a bed in it. I mean, it was just so cool. But anyway, so I had found this space, and... Yesterday, it just had just something happen that, that it, and it happened. So, I went to see a family that I only at this point I only, I mean like what they call an aftercare plan, and so I only see them one time a month for three months, and I so I had not seen this family in a month. So I go to um, their house, and there is a lot going on and so I go at the interview is at three o'clock and I go at 12 15 and I don't think there's going to be any problem whatsoever because our visits are usually an hour hour and a half well this visit went on for nearly three hours straight so I arrived at 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 12.15 and then 
we kind of got started, started at like, say, 1230. And then it was like 130, 230. And it went on to um, three o'clock. I go out to my car, I get a, a text from a friend asking if I want to come over and have a glass of wine. We've started to have our Friday evening rituals of me visiting her somebody very dear to me and I'm like oh sure yeah I'll be there um you know and then I'm uh actually honestly I I ran over to Ulta to see if they (laughs) had this certain type of mascara and while I'm walking in Ulta I realize oh my god my interview and I look down and it is 3.15. So I, I put my stuff down. I go out to my car and I try to get on the Zoom. And I can't get on the Zoom. And I try every single way. And, and then I email her. And I'm like, I'm just so... I'm, I didn't know what else to say. I'm just so sorry. I... You know, I basically I was in this meeting and I didn't say necessarily that I forgot, but I I really forgot because I believe I forgot because of how that meeting had gone. Sometimes I find that I get really, really present in a moment and I lose track of time. I'm not really sure that a employer wants to hear that, but (laughs) it's just the truth. So I'm at this point, I'm just completely devastated. I'm just like, and then it just kind of all comes up. It all kind of comes to this head that I, I have been desiring this move for a really long time and the disappointment in me missing that interview and in my desire for this change this complete life change which is what it would be and it was sort of like it was sort of like the way I describe things sometimes is like I'm on this train, so chugga chugga chugga, I'm going in a direction, and then all of a sudden the momentum like stops and it's almost as if the train is like it's not going forward, it's like going back, but like that that total stoppage of forward motion is felt by me in a really negative way. And I just became like, I was just crying, like almost inconsolably. I I have not cried like that in a very long time. And so the, the interview has been basically rescheduled for like almost two weeks out. (laughs) And so the people, because I've already had this virtual tour and they are expecting me to fill out this application, you know, and I'm just going to, everything is on hold. Everything is like right now is just 
on hold. Like I have, I have no idea. The momentum has completely stopped. And so, which in some ways is a process in and of itself of just sort of letting things settle a minute. Because I I tend to be this type of person who really gets in these fix-it modes. You know, I just want to fix it. And I want it fixed like yesterday. It's like, how do I fix this? How do I have resolve about that? How do I check this off my list of to-dos? And... And sometimes I just feel like you just got to kind of just let it all go. Just let it all go and see how this turns out. Because maybe there's something even better. Maybe there's something even better on the horizon for me. And so... So this sort of all goes into it. It's like, why, why does life have these seemingly good and seemingly bad events? It's like, why would life be like this? It's just like the weirdest ride, isn't it? But then... Like, if it wasn't like this, would it be an adventure? It's sort of like, you know, like people act like rest in peace. Like, so this person passes away. They pass out of their body into this, like, completely other state where there's no, there's no, like, growth. It's almost as if, like, your soul has has like grown all is going to grow and then you're you're done like and so you go to you retire to heaven as my son always said I was like it's just kind of a weird concept isn't it isn't even just retirement kind of a weird thing like from you know you're going to stop going into the workforce and then your life is just supposed to be like bliss from here on out some kind of understanding that you know some contrast between your working days and your non-working days and it's just so weird how we have these categories that and we have this goal that somehow our life is going to just somehow become easy in some future time frame and I just want to say like is it is that even something to like even strive for I can't I mean I think it would actually be really cool to have an income from doing something that I really enjoy doing and I have been incredibly lucky and that I have generally always loved my work whatever work that I was doing I just really liked it and so I've been lucky in that way Uh, there's like a number of people on, on the planet who cannot say the same 
but, and so like I often think, but even having more freedom would be so cool. But even in those states, it's like you think somehow that's going to be a panacea and it's not because it comes with even different responsibilities and different challenges. And like these responsibilities and these challenges and these, you know, goals that we have and and achieving them and then finding new goals and growth and just trying to become a better version of ourselves, all of it. It gives like life this richness. And so, so like I basically am asserting that, that it's all part of it. This inevitability of change and, and just seeing it as this, this new richness to our lives and, and this new territory that has not been discovered yet. I mean, for many years of my life, my life has not been my own. It hasn't. I, I have accepted the responsibility of caring for other people and being responsible for them. And so, and so it is that, that I, I'm on the treadmill yesterday and I'm having this, this somehow this impression of the goodness that not everything that we think about comes to fruition. Like, it seems like the design is perfectly made, you know, and I honestly, to be very honest, I complain an awful lot about the fact that the things that I desire do not come to manifestation in a time that I perceive as, as suiting me. (laughs) But once this thing does come into my physicality, it, it, how do I word this? It is, there is this joy in it of the knowledge that, that it was my intention that created that event. And so, like, like for example, like, when I think about this whole move and how it came about and the job and all of this that was happening this week, this was all something that I have been working on for years, but most to search, search more, more so the last three years, but even more so the last six months. 
because I knew that my son was going to be leaving and going off to college. So there is this joy and the fact that these things that I was able to actually have these things that were in my my mind come into my physicality and this possibility of living in this really cool place having a this really cool job and living in this really cool place and and so and and so it is really really cool the idea that we are the masters of our desti- destiny like not in this sense of actually doing it because it's almost as if we have we set out this intention and then God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, source, the divine, whatever you want to call it, is actually what actually brings it to fruition. And so, and so we have a thought and then, but it is, it is a fine tuning and a, and a, it is an art to be able to actually have that thought turn into a thing. It is an art that has to be practiced very delicately as I'm learning. It's like, it's like this really weird balance. It, it is, you know, what's coming to mind is the way I know how to describe it is I had done jujitsu for a while and I had this jujitsu coach that was so skilled in his art. He was so like amazing. He had, he was a black belt and he had worked really hard for it, but like there were other black belts, but there was something about him and his movements. I mean, this guy was like a, a sort of like a ballerina in a way. Like he, he was, his movements were so beautifully executed that he made this art of jujitsu, he took it to a whole new level. And so we become these, these creators and, and we learn to master this and, and it's, it's like this, this, it's so delicate. It's like, it's not force and it's not, it's not the greater the wish. It's, it's like this, it's like, it's supposed to be fun. It's like this, um, like creating something out of clay that is so like delicate. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to describe it. I don't know if I'm doing a very good job of it. Because it's like you can't desire it too much because then it goes away. It goes further away, which I'm kind of starting to understand. And so and so you have to you have to sort of like like sort of love it into 
fruition. <laughs> so you like you hold this thing in your mind and then you just start to like enjoy it and experience it in your mind. Like this imagination. You sit there and you and you know, like for me it was like I was like imagining myself like actually living there. Like waking up in this new place. Yeah, like actually imagine myself going to the market, what it would feel like and taking my my totes and like going to the farmer's market and you know, I could imagine and then it became even more fine tuned when I actually found this particular place. It's like I can imagine myself walking up those stairs to that door to open that door to go in. I imagine myself like, and I was actually shopping. I was actually shopping, going on and, and looking for, um, you know, because I, uh, buying things and I was imagining bringing them up those stairs and into my place. Um, the place didn't have an oven, so I'm like, how do I remedy that? Because sometimes I like to bake. So I was like, I'm looking up on, on Amazon countertop ovens you know so it's like this delicately and just like enjoying this experience and then like the new job and what it was going to feel like to have this new job and like it was going to be like these evenings and you know and I and I and so it's sort of you like almost like you feel your way into that new experience. <laughs> I don't know. I hope that's a good description. And then you're just sort of enjoying it before it even happens. And then like this, this like, oh my God, it is so cool. Like there were these, these, boots that I really liked I saw them in some kind of advertisement I was like oh my god I just love these boots so I take a screenshot of them take a screenshot of these boots it's like oh my god I really like to own these boots I could just so see myself in these boots and they were like this really crazy color and like not quite red and not quite orange they call it persimmon persimmon you know, so it was like this beautiful, like, color, you know, and I, I just absolutely loved them. And then, and then I had seen them. I had seen these boots on, on, um, on free people. And so I end up like with my first paycheck. So with my per first paycheck, with my new job, I bought those boots and they came in the mail and they were in the most amazing packaging. The packaging itself it was just so pretty. And then I I put these boots on and I was just like, oh my God, to be honest, I have not worn them. Partly because I'm afraid of getting something on them. I'm like, oh my God, I just don't even know what I would do if I messed up these boots. Um, but I love them. I absolutely love those boots. And then like other things that I've manifested in my life that I've like, 
I've seen that and I've really desired that and then now I have it. And and I'm making the assertion that I think that that is what this what our life is about here. Like we've been taught from a very very young age that life is happening. Like that life is just happening and we are just part of it. And so we are kind of at the whims of, you know, what a lot of people call God. God is in control. And and so and so we are we just whatever comes to us. It's just you know, and then at some point, a few years ago, I I started to just notice that it wasn't like that at all in actuality. That, that it was sort of like I needed to make up my mind what it was that I wanted. And then the universe would bring that to fruition. I kind of knew that was the case, but was not entirely sure how to have it come to fruition. And now I've been in the practice of doing that. And so I think that that's what we're here to do. Is to enjoy the learning and the mastery of experiencing the life that we really desire. I'm trying to like give like an equivalent and I'm, I'm, it's, and and I know this is crazy, but what's coming to mind for me is like that movie Castaway. When the guy had this thing happen to him and he's like cast away on this island and he has to figure out how to survive, but he never, and not, not that he doesn't have moments of it for sure, but like he has the intention that someday he will be rescued. Somebody will eventually find him. And learning how to, how to survive, how to get food, how to get shelter in the process. And then in the looking back, when we look at back at this experience in our life of getting to this point and we have such appreciation for this thing that happened to us that seems so horrible at the time. But it actually really did make us who we are. That he was able to persevere and not just lay over and die until he was indeed rescued. And he did indeed bring about his rescue through his intention. And so this is what I believe is the meaning of life. (laughs) The meaning of life 
is to be here in this realm. And learn how to have it be the best situation that we can have. And and I really believe that it is, you know, for me at least, it has so much been in. Like, I was watching like this TikTok recently about this guy who was his, and I don't know if all of this is staged. I mean, all of it could be staged. What do I know? But there was this, this young man who was like staring at his baby, just staring at her and, and his wife or girlfriend or whatever is saying to him, you know, you've got to stop like staring. And he's like, but she's so beautiful. And and I just noticed how interactive men appear to be now with their children, much much more so than when I was growing up. And also, and I'm sorry to say this, and I don't mean any offense, but like also with the people who were the father of my children. Um, but that experience, like to come here and have the experience as a woman of giving birth, of being born, of of coming here and experience like movement and the things that we do here that are just like, it's just so cool, the stuff we can do here. Like just being able to like, <laughs> like I'm laughing because like sometimes I, I like, I think about how weird it is that we are like in a body. And like somehow we we like think that we are somehow so much above animals. And we are indeed an animal. We we really are an animal. We really are kind of like in a Neanderthal without fur. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you look down and you've got feet and hands and eyes and nose. I mean, it's just so bizarre the way that we are made. I mean, we could have been made anyway. And I, it's not that I'm saying that we aren't wonderfully made. It's just, it's just kind of a bizarre concept that this is the venue that the whole idea of even birth is such a f- bizarre thing. Like there's an egg and a sperm and it goes in and then it creates a baby and then a woman gives birth. Her body like basically breaks in two to allow a baby, a life to enter the world. And then all the things we get to do here. And just how incredibly magical it all is. It's just, it's just such an adventure and it's so magical and so amazing. And so, so sort of going into all of these experiences with absolutely everything we're worth. 
diving into all of it and experiencing it with such joy, which being a parent has been one of the greatest joys of my life. The greatest experience has been sharing my children's experiences in this world. (laughs) And so I send them off with freedom and hope to have those experiences again, but... (laughs) And so here it is, this magical life on this magical planet and this magical time reality. I just think, saying in an incredible moment of gratitude and appreciation for this thing that I, that we call life. I'm going to end this podcast. I really appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.